How many passwords are you juggling? Welcome back to Textonation. I'm Fred Fishkin. Joining us from a company called Cinecore is CEO Mark Zients. Hi, Mark. Hi, Fred. Good morning. Good morning. So tell us about the company and what you do. Great. So Cinecore has been around for some time. Previously, we were a public company, but as of a few years ago, we went private. Um, we have two lines of business. Um, the, the first line is called Zimbra. Zimbra is a company that's been around a long time. It's been owned by many other companies, including people like Yahoo and VMware. So, so Zimbra is leading open source email product. Uh, used extensively outside the US and used domestically used domestically with um with with mostly with uh, mobile operators and with and with cable uh and with cable operators so it's like a white label email solution for them so that's one product line but totally separate we have another business so that business has its own sales and marketing its own product and engineering a separate business we have is called cloud id and that's what we're talking about today and cloud id is used extensively in the content space and by content space, I mean, it's used by content providers as well as network providers that have content. And um, in, in these, in, in what we're essentially doing is doing the authorization and the sign on to A, provide security, but B, make uh, to provide a better user experience. So examples of customers in this space would be people like Max, Peacock, YouTube TV, uh, you know, Sirius XM, uh, the, the, uh, the, a whole host of companies like this that right. have content. And then we're also connected to just about every cable operator out there as well. So step us through, you're, you're, you're going behind the scenes here, helping consumers and describe for us how you're making their lives easier slash better. Yeah, great question. So what we're, what we're really trying to do is um, if you have a subscription, you know, you might log on initially uh, with, with a, a content provider on the network you're on, but, you know, we hope that's, you know, you, that you're not having to do that frequently. And the challenge here is that what is, what is, you know, having the, you know, authorized rights to content mean? It's very different than being um, on a, uh, uh, an enterprise network, whereas, you know, one user equals one person, and the devices are typically going to be a phone, maybe a pad, and definitely a computer. In the content world, you're, you're, you might have the right to share that, that subscription with multiple members of your family. Furthermore, you have lots of different devices, not just those three devices, but it's also probably smart TVs. It might be a Google Home. It may be a, it may be Alexa. It might be a Sonos speaker. So it's, it's the ability to know who you are, keep track of that, manage those subscriptions and those logins in a way that is both safe and secure, but that doesn't constantly force you to have to log on again. I don't know about you, but I know, you know, once I log into, you know, whatever it is, my Netflix, my Macs, that, that password, you know, you know, it's, it's gone. It's not, not something I'm going to keep in my mind, you know, so if, if that can be kept track of, you know, buy a service and provide me with access to my subscriptions, then I'm going to have a much better experience. And I'm more likely to continue to use those services as well. Right. If you had to log on every time you were going to uh, watch watch a, a streaming service, you might dump that streaming yeah. service. You, you absolutely. And then the other the other thing here, too, is these days people can come at 
a subscription from many different ways. You know, if um, you know, you know, if I have, um, you know, let's just say Charter was my my cable provider, and I had a cable package from them, um, maybe I bought, you know, Peacock through them, but maybe I actually bought Peacock directly, you know, as a DTC. Well, wouldn't it be nice if if when I went to my, you know, if I'm on Charter and I want to watch Peacock, that it already knew that I had a subscription, and it didn't force me to do that logon again. So that kind of portability is, you know, becomes very, very important as well. It's a challenge, I suppose, because I, I assume your clients, these these services, these these companies, they're concerned about uh, they don't want to be ripped off by 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 people who might be sharing things uh, improperly. Um, so they they want some security on, on their end, but consumers want convenience. So you you're, you have a balancing act to try to achieve here, right? Yeah, I think that it, when you talk about things like single sign-on and authorization, it's always, um, there's always a tension between security and authorization and, you know, having a, a, a great user experience. And so, yeah, it is balancing those out. And there's tools to do that. You know, it may be to say, you know, hey, uh, you have concurrency monitoring. Only, you know, X number of people can be using the subscription simultaneously. You know, it, it, it can be only so many known devices. So there's ways of kind of keeping track of that for the content owner. And of course, you know, they they want to um, they want to retain you as a subscriber, but they also don't want to be exploited, you know, by having you share it with not just, you know, the authorized members of your family, per the agreement, but, you know, with your neighborhood. So it is those clients, uh, the, the, these companies uh, where, where you make your, your, your money and consumers don't see that. So, but the, essentially consumers are paying for it, but it's all behind the scenes, right? Yeah. The only time it can, so a consumer never pays us. They may see us momentarily. For example, you might get a screen that says, you know, let's say you're going to some content provider. And it may just say, do you already have a, you know, do you have a subscription through your cable provider or through your TV provider? And if so, click, you know, click which one. And if you're already signed in on that one, then the, the transaction's completed. So they, that's us behind the scenes that where they might have a little user experience that features us, you know, our, you know, our, our software, but they're not having to buy from us. They're not having to know that that's us. It's just us facilitating them you know, using that. And typically that's only done, you know, once the first time you, you're, you're using it from a new device with that content, uh, uh, with that content package. And very often you would be uh, using another device to, to complete that. Uh... Well, you may have logged on somewhere else and now you're just on some new device. It's never, it's never seen before. So then it's just asking you to confirm that you do have a subscription, but it's not saying you have to log in right here. It's just saying, hey, if you have a subscription through another provider, just click, you know, and and now you're done. And that seems to happen astonishingly fast. So if mm -hmm. you have this screen on your TV in front of you saying, you, you know, log on through your computer or your phone or something. Right. And yeah. So this has to be a high performance service, uh, low latency um, let me give you some examples of like, you know, events where people simultaneously may be, you know, you know, looking to log on right away. Um, and we have to be able to process all these transactions without delay. So, um, 
if you have something like Game of Thrones, a new, a new, you know, you know, that's just uh, has a new uh, episode out or a concluding episode, literally, you, you know, you, you have a, a barrage of service, you know, of people saying, "I want to watch now." Um, even more timely might be a sporting event. So, you know, one of the major sporting leagues, I can't say their name, but one of the, the biggest sporting leagues out there is one of our customers. And so they, you know, people wait to the last minute and they're logging on, you know, and, and so you, you've got to give all these people access immediately and, and authorize them and make sure that they're, they're an authenticated user. Are those kinds of things the biggest challenges that uh, you have as a company? Well, we, um, we're designed for that. So, but we, you know, we know those are known events. So we always, um, uh, we always have our engineers kind of on standby. We, we operate, you know, seven by 24 with a knock and with a technical support, um, center, you know, services, but we always have, you know, for known high volume events, we're always going to be there just to make sure that there's no hiccups anywhere in, in a network. Cause it's not necessarily in our side, it can be uh, you know, on a customer's connection, it can be on network lines. Yeah, you know, we're running on the cloud, so we we have a very um, scalable solution with our partner, um, with which is Oracle. Um, so, but, but we certainly watch for those. What can be another big challenge, though, can be uh, if there is a a unknown event. You know, that's a big news event, and somebody wants to, you know, everybody wants to get on their YouTube TV at the same time. You know, that could be it. You know, if it was a disaster or, or some other you know major announcement. You know, there you've you know, got to make sure people are, you know, uh, people are available, uh, even if they didn't know they had to be available, just to just to monitor. Are there big issues with security today? If somebody finds, a, you know, tries to use my password, you know, from another country somewhere to, to log on? I mean, well, I, I, I don't I don't know. It, it may not seem as serious to the consumer if that well, happens because they're not purchasing something necessarily and I'm not getting a bill for it. Yeah. But. Well, I mean, the service providers, you know, you know they have all kinds of rules around where that IP address can be coming from because, you know, the, the con content rights are very tricky. Just because you have content rights in the U.S. doesn't mean you have content rights in Canada, let alone over, you know, in Europe or Asia. So we're always having to look not just, you know, at who the user is, but, you know, is that an, even an authorized IP? Very so, interesting. Yes, yeah, security is an issue. Um, so, insecurity is always an issue. Now, of course, the you know these are you know this is the you know the intellectual property, the copyrighted material of of content owners. So, you, you know, we have a we have a duty to work with them and protect their property. You know, this is you know probably not hit on as much as you know as other areas. Obviously, you know, financial or bank, you know, where they could be stealing all of your money. You know, they 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 they're at a whole new level, but there's also a very different use case. There's there's no sharing of accounts, right? An account is an individual, you know, or or it's you know an individual and their partner or something. But you know, banks I think are under attack nonstop. You know, we we have to make sure we're we're working in partnership with our content providers to protect their property. How can you make at the same time? How can you make this even easier? I'm sure those are things that you're looking at for consumers to make this even more seamless. Yeah, so I think one of the big trends is passwordless. So, you know, the the you know, as we move away from passwords and we start using um, you know, known things including biometrics that can be on your computer or on your mobile device, that becomes another level of security and another level of 
um, providing you know, user uh, friendly ways of interacting and connecting with subscriptions. So you know, with, with our customers, that's one of the things we're planning now is you know, giving them that access. Most mobile devices these days, of course, are going to have good biometrics, whether it's uh, you know a facial or whether it's you know a, a, a print. Um, but you know, even I think computers are moving in that direction. You know, I um, I, I have my fingerprint on my computer, but uh, I also have you know I'm also authorized through my watch to go to my you know to turn on my computer. So you know, I think we're 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 moving in that direction, and I think that's going to provide yet yet you know a better uh, a next level better experience for folks. Terrific. Is there a place people can go to to get more information about the work you're doing? So they can go right to our cloud ID website, which is um, the 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 uh, the web address for that is cloudid.io. So you can go right to there. So you can go to Cinecore.com and, and go to Cloud ID, or you can just go to cloudid.io directly. And we've got a lot of good information there for people to learn more about this. Um, we also have it built into content providers, uh, uh, sports. We have kind of a whole separate section about sports since that's an area we work in a lot. And then we also have a new area that we're moving into as well with for consumers with healthcare, again, not charging the consumer, but uh, you know, the focus here is healthcare is kind of like content channels. Your healthcare may be in lots of different places, and wouldn't there be a, wouldn't it be great if you could access it with a you know with you know passwordless, and now I can get my health information. And you know, we believe health information needs to dem be democratized. You know, my main home is Chapel Hill. I shouldn't go to the UNC because they have my data. I should be able to go to UNC because they've got a great health provider. Likewise, if I decide I want to go to a specialist at Duke University's medical, I should be able to go there and I shouldn't be restricted because I can't get my data. So I think you're, you're going to start to see data in health kind of be like content channels in a way. So we're, we have a, a vision of moving in that direction. We're doing a lot of work with Oracle. They, of course, are very focused on healthcare. They bought one of the largest health information systems companies out there last year. And that was, uh, that's Cerner. So we we see you know health is another one so you'll see three different kinds of verticals in which we talk about solutions on cloud.io cloudid.io sounds sounds fascinating congratulations on the work that you're doing mark zions thanks for spending time with us thank you